You're about to encounter something morbidly macabre. Viewer discretion is advised. Most controversial comment I'll probably ever say ever, right? I feel like LeBron James ruined the NBA just like John Cena ruined the WWE. I can't make the comparison. I stopped watching the <laughs> stopped watching WWE. But you stopped watching because eh, I probably stopped watching before. I never well, started. When, when did you when did you stop watching it? I'll tell you. Probably shortly after the Attitude Era. I need a year. I don't even remember when that shit was. Uh, oh, two or three. Yeah, I mean... Well, you, the Attitude Era stopped because of John Cena, man. Oh, okay. Well, I, okay. So, I mean, I don't want to get too much into this, but like... <laughs> He kind of came in like when it was like kind of phasing out because he was doing like that phlegmatics thing where he was like a fucking rapper and like, yeah I I mean I didn't see that I would hear people talk about it and I'd catch little clips here yeah there, but I wasn't watching the shows anymore but then he, but then he kind of turned into like that fucking marine like for the people like yeah. loyalty respect kind of dude yeah and I'm pretty sure he was the one that was like okay hear me out. <laughs> How about instead of WWE being like super cool and edgy, how about we make it like for kids? And they're like, fuck yeah, that's a great idea. And they did that. And they're still doing that. <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty dope. Like when, when it goes from PG-13 to PG, it's a problem, you know? I don't want to watch a bunch of guys that are like doing a soap opera like without blood, right? That's fucking weird, right? At least there was blood before. At least there was like hell in a cell and like a bunch right. of crazy shit. Now it's just like we're gonna do a boring one-on-one -on -one match where I stroke your cock for a little bit. And is that okay? Is that cool? Hey kids, do you like me or him? Boo! Yeah, okay. <laughs> I know right where that's at. See the yeah, it's the Deer District. Yeah, it's right outside of the stadium. Tidbit for you. Uh huh. Do you know what used to stand? In one of the parking lots for the uh, arena? Um, hmm. Not off the top of my head. The Ambrosia Chocolate Factory. Mm. Mm -hmm. Most famous worker of the Ambrosia Chocolate Factory? Mm -hmm. Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. First time I went up there looking for Dahmer uh, locations. I did research, and they are like, yeah, the Ambrosia Chocolate Factory is now a parking lot for the, <laughs> the basketball arena. So I went Classic. to the parking lot and... Got some chocolate. I think I, no, I think I took a picture standing in the parking lot. I was like, hey, this is where Ambrosia used to be. I mean, we're pretty pro-dom around here, yeah. Like, we, we like to kidnap people and storm in our fridge, right? We're, yeah. we're into that here, right? Yeah. Damn, that's a stat line. Well, I was just thinking, too, like, 
you know, I've been eating a lot of fast food lately. I, I thought maybe, you know, a head would be suffice for tonight. We could share that. That's right. enough, right? Indeed. Yeah. All right. Do you think do you do you think that uh if we were to do that, would that be like cultish behavior, you think? Like if we all ate people together, if we were like for sure. anim- if we're cannibals? Is that is that cultish behavior? Is that enough cultish well, behavior for you? I don't know. Because I looked at the definition, so I don't know I don't know if it would fit. You see that power rate you're drinking there? Yeah. When you went to the bathroom I put shit in there. Uh oh. And uh yeah, you're gonna give your you're gonna give your life to to what we believe in, what we're what oh, we're about. Okay. Yeah. Morbidly macabre is <laughs> right. Yeah. It kind of is. I mean, honestly, yeah. I feel like I can say whatever the fuck I want, and people just still listen to it. So I, <laughs> I keep I keep like, fucking pushing the bar every week, and people just keep fucking doing it. I haven't gotten like, dude. I'm surprised. I haven't gotten like a message yet where they're like, hey, listen, we've been listening since the beginning, and like. I'm not into this anymore. Like you're going too far. I haven't. It hasn't happened yet. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. That bar's just not there yet, dude. I literally like torched a fucking real man's life on multiple episodes, and like he didn't really like. It wasn't that bad. He was just like, don't listen to the dude's podcast. He called me like immature. Okay, cool, whatever. That's it. <laughs> he didn't like threaten to like sue me or like <laughs> anything crazy, right? He was just like, eh, okay. See if he's on my podcast again. <laughs> okay. Cool, man. <laughs> Woo. That's like the worst thing. I like I've been dude, I have been anxiously waiting for us to get like a fucking like long ass like Facebook message or like something where they're like, I wanna tell you how much you fucking offended me. That was a bullshit fucking episode. My whole family fucking died because of the thing that you talked about and you were so fucking nonchalant about it. You were laughing at it like, who's laughing now? You know, like that kind of shit. It just hasn't happened. It hasn't happened yet. Morbidly macabre in a libel <laughs> lawsuit. <laughs> right. Listen, I've always said that you you haven't made it until someone threatens to sue you. You haven't made it until well, this is true, especially in today's society. Right? That's what I'm saying. Until we have somebody that's like, I'm going to fucking sue you. We haven't made it yet. <laughs> We're not there yet. We haven't been there yet. Maybe one of our cults will give us a cease and desist. Maybe. I'd, I, you know what? For this week, I'd, it was tough to come up with uh, ongoing or continuing. You could find some that are extremely recent, which I did find. but Yeah. But ones that are actually going, they usually don't make the news until they've done something, it seems. And then... And then you find out about it. There's two like major ones that come to mind. Well, maybe I don't want to like take them in case there's any. No, we'll we'll see. Because I got my own drama. Well, for the next one, I'll have far more research than I did for this one for the semi-current or current or ongoing. But well, yes. If you haven't caught on to this fucking joint yet, this is fucking morbidly macabre with their fucking part one of two mega fucking series about talking <laughs> about fucking cults, bro. Yes. I'm not even going to go over our names because if you don't know what our fucking names are by this point, fuck off, right? <laughs> we have enough listens, right? <laughs> We're good. <laughs> yeah. And no, I'll, but for real. Yeah. Like, so. I apologize for the hacking on this episode. I'm trying but I put, I put I, shit in this power it's yeah okay. I got a fucking dry spot in my throat and it just Austin the fucking skinny fuck's gonna have a cult he wants to talk about <laughs> Brian the fucking uh, fat daddy 
Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 there you go. He'll have a fucking cult he wants to talk about. I'm going to talk about a cult that I was fucking kind of close in proximity to. Be fucking dope. Uh, I feel like, if I can interject briefly, that yeah. I felt like I wanted to do this, and I might do it for the next episode as well, uh-huh. just because there is uh, a lot of people that don't, I mean, they know the word, but not, not necessarily what's the differences. Just real briefly, Oxford Dictionary, the, re- the definition for religion is the belief in and worship of a superhuman controlling power, especially a personal god or gods. It's mm-hmm. a particular system of faith and worship. Right. The definition of a cult is a system of religious veneration and devotion directed towards a particular figure or object. Uh-huh. A relatively small group of people having religious beliefs or practices regarded by others as strange or sinister. A misplaced or excessive admiration for a particular person or thing. Right. So, it there is gray area. I have heard one person, at least one person, I can't remember the source that I read it in, saying essentially every religion started out being a cult by definition until it became acceptable enough to be, hey, yeah, that's a religion. Fair. And in some of the cults that I looked up that are relatively recent, a lot of them have tax-exempt status, and they are listed as a, uh, what am I trying to think of here, non not-for-profit organization or not-for-profit religion, but yet they fit far more, they check far more boxes in the cult side than they do religion side. Let's do this as like a fucking appetizer unless I say this and one of you is like, fuck you, that's the one I want to talk about, stop fucking talking no, about it. Like, I think there's a, re- like, what he's what he's going on, I think this is the first question then that we have to fucking use as like the appetizer to this fucking just <coughs> episode that's going to make us fucking millionaires, right? So... Is Scientology a religion, or is it a cult? It could be both. Yeah. I think I, it is both. I, I but agree. do you think it's respected enough to be a religion? No. No. No, I don't. You know what I mean? I don't. I feel like there's far too many jokes made at there. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, when you, like, if we talk about, like, Christian, Lutheran, Baptist, like, all that shit, like, people, like, even if you're not with it, People recognize it as a religion. Scientology, I don't know, right? I feel like there's enough people that are like, no, that's not a fucking religion. It's a fucking right. dude that right. was a science fiction novelist. Exactly. <laughs> that was like, hey, check this shit out. Right. And then, and then like a handful of people are like, fuck, that sounds amazing. Do you want to fucking run with this? And then they run with it. Well, and I think we're going to hit on, I, I would expect that we're going to hit on some that some people are definitely going to take objection with our view on it. And some that some people might be like, how could you even say that? But there's some bigger organizations out there now that are called religions that people that follow these things say, absolutely not. That is a fucking cult. I don't it is care. not a religion. If you're a Scientologist, you're fucking insane. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> well, not, not even just going, I mean, fuck it. I'll throw it out there. The, the, uh, Church of Latter-day Saints. There's a lot of people that... Okay. That's... Okay. 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 Hold on. <laughs> Jehovah's Witnesses. Let's There's slow down. There's a lot down. of people that say yeah. the cult. No, for sure. No. I mean... Okay. We'll get back to the LDS, yeah. okay? No, no, we'll, get, yeah. we'll get back to that. I figured that would hit, hit yeah. on something <laughs> with you, but... Yeah, yeah, We'll get back with LDS. Jehovah's Witness, right? 
that's interesting for me, right? Because I, I know people today that are Jehovah's Witnesses, right? And things that they say to me, like just nonchalantly, are very alarming, right? Like very alarming. I was married to one. I did not know that. Uh, Didn't know that either. Miss. Uh, no way. Really? Yeah. yeah. Who? Or don't, yeah, you don't have to yeah we're not going to say names, but... Uh, Never knew that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And she is the one that told me that when she got into... We'll figure out like When that. she got into therapy, that they told her, yeah, you were part of a cult. And she was a Jehovah's Witness. That kind of explains a lot. Yeah, it does. Well, so here's here's the thing. Let me, just, let me just throw this out there just so people know, like, the severity of Jehovah's Witnesses, right? If you yourself are a Jehovah's Witness. You grew up as a Jehovah's Witness. Your mom and your dad and your brother and your sister and your aunt and your uncle and all those people are Jehovah's Witnesses, right? And then you decide to leave. They tell your whole family to not speak to you. Yeah. They cannot communicate with you anymore. Like, if you could, like, be fucking 18, not even out of the house yet, and if you distance yourself from the church, they tell them to kick you out and to not speak to you. And the only reason I bring that up is because I asked somebody that I know that's a Jehovah's Witness. I was like, if you were to leave, would your mom talk to you? And she was like, I don't think so. Yeah. I do not think so. That's a cult of That's me. fucked up, man. Yeah, that's... Well, but that's what I'm saying. Why that's yeah. fucked up is because Jehovah's Witnesses, like, that's a big fucking... Like, there's a lot of Jehovah's oh, Witnesses. Yeah. I mean, shit, there are, churches are everywhere. Yeah. There's yeah. one on Philo Road. There's one on there's a few. There's a few. Yeah, yeah. There's a few here in our town. Yeah. I mean, it's... I I don't know the numbers. And I didn't look them up for this go-around. I mean, maybe we hit on them in in more excess next week. I don't know. I I didn't look them up, so I don't know the numbers, but it's got to be massive, at least in the the United States. I'm sure it's tens of thousands. Yeah. I don't know. I would say. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the word... I have no doubt that we're going to ruffle a few feathers with this go around, with these. Like I said. But we'll, that's kind of. We'll get back to LDS. Yeah, that's all, say, it's all not, I'm going to say. We'll, yeah, I it's not it. what I'm going to say that this is about, but I think it's, I think we're all adults. You can have a difference of opinion on it. I'm, we're stating ours. But like I said, if you're a Scientologist, you're fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. I don't know any, so I. And I only know the joke. Because we don't live in L.A. That's why. Right. If we lived in L.A., we would know a Scientologist. Yeah. I was going to say, and I only know the jokey type of stuff that they do. Well, I will say this, though. When I, f- I don't even know if I lived here yet, but I was walking. I don't even remember where I was, if I was on campus or if I was close to downtown. Don't know if it's still there, but there was like a Scientology house here somewhere. Oh, I'm not surprised. Where not they were surprised. doing like free personality tests. I wanted to do yeah. it so bad. Just to like, as a, just like as a... That's a big thing for them though, right? That, that's how you start. Is the, yeah. That's how they reel you in because you do yeah. a free personality test. They fucking tell you a bunch of bullshit after you do it. Like, so yeah, that's this, you, like, this, 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 or whatever. They get you in. And then after you're like, fuck, I want to learn more. They're like, okay, $300. Yep. Mm-hmm. $300. And I'll fucking tell you everything you need to fucking know. And then you do it. And then they tell you all this crazy, elaborate fucking bullshit that's crazy. And see, that should be your thing right there. I mean, I know religion's money, all yeah, money, baby, money. Yeah, I mean, there's here's our here's my 
cancel me statement. Cancel. But there's me. a whole lot of people that say the Catholic Church is the biggest bang, <laughs> the biggest group of gangsters and charlatans there is. Hmm. I mean, that's how they became a sovereign state in uh, Rome. Yeah. Mussolini uh, making a deal, saying, "Hey, you didn't see the Holocaust," and like, that's how the Vatican became a thing. Yeah, I mean, what do you got? Vatican City. Yeah. Over there in Italy, I mean, and look at how much, I mean, everything they have is very ornate and opulent, and you know it didn't, uh, you know it's not cheap. All the gold, all the, all the big places, yeah. So, I, yeah, anyway, we will continue on from there. I don't care if it, who goes when or, <laughs> or what you got. Uh, mine's pretty brief. I, I, for a current one's... I I just found a couple that I remember seeing in the news and and did it at that. Well, so. if yours sucks, then go first. Okay, I'm gonna go first. <laughs> uh, I'll go in chronological order because I didn't realize I didn't realize this has been three years ago now. Nexium. Oh yeah. Yeah, or the numeral or the letters N X I V. That's the that's the one where they branded the fucking chips, that's right? The one. Yeah. I was just talking about this earlier. Came today. into everybody's attention apparently in uh, 2018 when founder Keith, I'm going to, I hope I say this right, Renice was accused of running an abusive sex cult through his seminar country. Yeah. Company, excuse me, company. Uh, apparently in 2017, the New York Times ran an expose that accused them of uh, fronting a cult called DOS, D O S, or The Vow. Reports said female members were uh, branded, used as sex slaves, punished, and blackmailed. What caught a lot of people's attention on this one was Smallville actress Allison Mack, who played yep. Chloe Sullivan, or the Silver Banshee, for in every episode of Smallville, yep. was accused of recruiting DOS slaves by uh, convincing women they were joining a female empowerment group. She was arrested and indicted on federal charges that included sex trafficking, and she pled not guilty. April 9th of 2019, she ended up pleading guilty to two racketeering charges alone. Rainier, in March of 2018, had new charges of exploiting a child and possession of child pornography added to his list of charges. And in June, June 19th of 2019, he was found guilty on all counts. And as recently as October 2020 was his sentencing. He was sentenced to 120 years. And actress Miss Mack was sentenced just June 30th of this year, June 30th of 2021, to three years, fined $20,000, and also to, made to do 1,000 hours of community service. See, that's fucked up to me. She should be doing a lot more time than yeah. that for what, she, what her involvement was. Fuck that. I will say this. Uh-huh. Shows yet again, famous white folks do not get f- sentences that fit the crime. Yeah, racketeering True. and sex trafficking, if that was anybody else, like you'd be nailed to a cross. Exactly. That's insane. I mean, what do they throw on every gangster that's ever been caught? Racketeering, racketeering. charges. Yep. <laughs> well, like, so, what's that What's that chick's name? Is it is it Ghislaine? Is that how you say it? Ghislaine yeah, Ghislaine Maxwell. Maxwell. Yeah. 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 What the fuck is that about? Or... As uh, I can't remember which podcast I listened to that was, maybe it was Michael Rappaport's podcast, Jislane, <laughs> because that's Gis- kind of how it goes. Yeah, Jislane Maxwell. So, <laughs> yes. 
This one popped right into my head as far as very recent. Uh-huh. And it, there doesn't seem to be much known about them. Uh-huh. The Love Has Won cult. Okay. Do either of you know that one? No. Uh-uh. Here's how it got on my map. Some people in the true crime community that I'm friends with started sending me the articles. They find this 45-year-old woman named Amy Carlson dead in April 28, 2021. They find her in her Colorado home. Uh-huh. She had been there for a while. Okay. She was known as Mother God. She claimed to be able to cure cancer and commune with angels. She said she was the reincarnation of both Jesus Christ and Marilyn Monroe. That's a weird cocktail. Just a little bit. What, uh, What made the news is they find this body. Seven members of her group or cult were arrested for abuse of a corpse and child abuse. They they hit her death. There doesn't seem to be any foul play. Um, probably died of natural causes, but police have taken affidavits saying that the group had brainwashed people and was stealing their money. But, of course, it makes the news when... I mean, that, that's a pretty crazy thing. Hey, we found this body's been dead for a few months. They, they had her sitting in a chair and everything, like what you're sitting in. They still had her just propped up in a chair... <laughs> Put some sunglasses on there. <laughs> right, right. You know, weekend at Bernie type yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my two that touch on modern times. <sighs> what I'm going to bring to the next go around is some that probably ever, well, I, mean, I would assume everybody has heard of. Heaven's Gate. Heaven's, Heaven's Gate is always a, always a good can of worms to open up. Good old, good old gym. Um, going to hit on Am Shinrikyo. Yeah. And the one that I don't think peop- too many people know about, I don't know if they even had a name, was uh, Jeffrey Don Lundgren over in Kirtland, Ohio. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so stay tuned for that because it gets, uh, gets a little bit freaky and violent. And that's all I got for the modern stuff. But I'm curious to see what you guys bring. Well, and like we always say, if you're a Scientologist, you're fucking insane. So. <laughs> <laughs> just just if, you, if you weren't clear on that. Is that what you're going to talk about, Austin, Scientology? What do you, what do you no. talking about? Uh, no. Mine is actually about Osho, as many people know him. Oh, And I guarantee Osho. you people have heard his quotes before. They're, like, you wouldn't know the quotes just by hearing them. They're usually, like, philosophical. But I haven't seen it as much now as I did in earlier years. He was on my list when I was doing research. He's he popped wild. up on a few lists when I put in current stuff. Yeah, he popped up. Yeah, there's and a Netflix documentary. It's called Wild Wild Country. Oh, that really? Cool. Okay, that's him. Yeah, oh, I did not. Yeah, know that. so okay. I did not I didn't know that. Know that it was even a thing until that I wanted to brush up rails, on him. Man. Yeah, he's insane. So okay, I'm not. I'm not going to take that away from him. <laughs> I don't think that he's insane. You just think he's a manipulator or what? Yes, I think he's a heavy manipulator. Well, that's. So that's, that's, that's a cult leader. That's, yeah. a, that's a culty vibe, yeah. He started... It, it's wild to me that we allow this to happen as a human society. So he started in India. He got his master's in philosophy. And he went through all the channels. He started teaching you know, his beliefs, uh, which more or less were kind of like a, a mismatch of like... Uh, like Buddhism, Hinduism, uh, like a bunch of stuff. Okay. He's got books out. You can still get his books. Uh, they're widely available. 
the government in his part of India uh, inevitably took away his tax exemption because what he was teaching went against their views. So they tried to back pay him for all the years that he went tax exempt. He didn't like uh, that. Okay, okay. So he came to Oregon where he wanted to build his own city to have everybody like live together, basically build up his commune. He had a commune over in India, and that's essentially why they, they took his tax exemption away because okay. uh, they felt that it was invalid. <clears throat> where it gets insane is in his little city, they didn't get along with the neighboring town, Antelope. No. At all. So what ended up happening was anybody who came into this commune, they wanted to be completely separate. This whole city, you had to give him your entire bank account. This guy is more or less a monk. I don't know if I would call him that, but he's driving around in Rolls Royces. He's got the most money out of everybody. It's your standard sex stuff, right? Like everybody's okay. having sex with each other. It's yep. gross. It's filthy. It's one big dirty needle of a city, right? Okay. What got him into trouble is... 751 people contracted salmonella from his cult. Okay. He, he passes the blame off to his right-hand lady saying that she did it. I guarantee you he had involvement in it, but he pleads that he didn't. Thankfully, nobody died, but they went around to 10 like local restaurants in Antelope. Uh, or not in Antelope, in, uh, I think they call it the Dalles. I might be mispronouncing that. But they, they put cultures of salmonella in salad bars. 751 people contracted it. Uh, there was an aborted assassination attempt on an uh, attorney. It's batshit insane that when you, like you search him, like he shows up in your Google search. Mm -hmm. In India, since his death, he is still considered though a controversial, he's still considered a highly respected um, like teacher or mentor. They, his old little commune is now a meditation center that's named after him. Oh. At one point in time in his U.S. here, they had more firepower and ammunition than any of the police districts around them. They were clearly, like, very borderline to a Waco, Texas situation. Oh, okay. um, neighboring counties did not like them, didn't want any involvement for understandable reasons. While I'm brushing up on my research about him, I came across this YouTube channel. And I, I'm not even going to say their name. I don't even fully remember their name. <laughs> They're idiots. They're trying to pitch this like luxury. If you follow our channel, we'll show you how to make a difference in the world. Their their tagline is like the future billionaires or something like that. It's mm. garbage. It's trash. Okay. And even in uh, the Britannica, if you go to look it up, it briefly mentions it. Briefly mentions that stuff, but more or less kind of fluffs them up and says, "Hey." He was a knowledgeable guy. He had his masters. This is the same dude who called Gandhi a masochist and basically downgraded that historical figure. Hmm. It's just absurd to me that 
you see a lot of people that downplay that and they don't it, they'll briefly mention it but it's usually kind of like under the radar uh it's still a thing you can still join this cult you can still uh go to these sites you can still practice and go through the ranks of it even though he's long dead and anybody that was originally tied with it's long dead the best phrasing I think I've heard for it is it's lost its controversy as time right. has gone on. Uh, I still don't think that's okay. That doesn't sit right with me. No. So the YouTube channel they associated with, it, and or they're they're kind of recruiting for it basically. Is that no, 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 no? They don't have anything to do with him. Okay. The whole point of them covering him was showing that it, it it's such a shitty message. The whole point of them covering him was. People don't have to agree with you to make a difference. But they never once notated uh, the assassination attempt. They never once notated the salmonella poisoning. Uh, never notated firearms. They just made it seem like these guys were living in a commune, minding their own business. People didn't like them. And that was the end of the story. And okay. that there was controversy. That's the biggest complaint that I've seen about Wild Wild Country mm -hmm. is I was reading an article from a guy. He was a kid at the time when he grew up there. And his big thing was while he was there, like obviously he saw the sex stuff and he knew that his parents were seeing other people and everybody was sleeping with each other. But he felt the documentary didn't address the severity of the situation. Okay. Because he felt that it was boiled down to a bunch of rednecks who didn't like a group of people who wanted to do their own thing. I've never seen this documentary, so I don't know. But I am willing to bet that his perspective is probably somewhat pretty accurate. Okay. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Have you seen it? Um, I don't think I got it all the way through, but I, yeah, I did. I know it's on my list, but I, I didn't even realize what it was about. Yeah. I just remember hearing people talk about it being a wild show. So I'd... Yeah. Wow. Okay, so I have a few questions then, since I yeah. didn't know much about this at all. Hit me. So from what I am picking up from what you're saying, they were not peace, love, and leave us alone hippie-type commune. They were actively seeking, like, they were anarchists. I mean, if you're planting salmonella yeah. and you've attempted assassination, is it an anarchy type of thing? They would disagree, but I would agree with that. The whole goal was to be completely independent, completely sufficient. This is a standard, like what I would call a false prophet situation. Okay. Uh, 21 years old, before he got his master's, he claims that he reached enlightenment and that he hit this spiritual heightening, and that's why he started all of this. And that everybody is everybody's stuff, your standard like communist socialist kind of idealistic okay. except you know obviously somebody's going to be more equal than everybody else sure. so he's the one who gets all the money i i disagree with india and their government i don't think that he's enlightened i don't think that we should have retained any of his um sermons or anything like that right. i do find his books really interesting i do have a copy of one of his books and from front to back the content of the book is more so just a rehash of philosophical ideas from the one that i have is lao Tzu, 
but every book focuses on a different one. And he really doesn't provide input in the books. He pretty much just tells you, like, this is this philosophy. And it is educational. I'll give him that. You can tell that he earned his master's. You can okay. tell that he was uh, well-educated. So he's not doing takes on it or this is what it means to me stuff. He's just saying, here's what it, here's what this philosophy is. In his books. Okay. In his sermons and services, it, he goes a lot farther. He, That's when he starts talking down to Gandhi. That's when he starts saying that uh, basically everything that Gandhi did was because he enjoyed suffering and it wasn't at all for the betterment okay. of the Indian people. <clears throat> I don't understand why they would have retained that. It just seems really crazy to me. I understand why they might retain some of his, like, like his master thesis. I could understand why they would retain that. I'm sure that was well-educated. I haven't read it. I don't, I've only read one book, so I don't know. There's probably, I think, like 60 books. I think only like 27 are under his like, pen and paper. Uh, yeah, he's a wild dude. He wore like your traditional garb that you would find in like a Hindu monk. Uh, okay. But he's also driving around. He had a collection <clears throat> of Rolls Royce. Right. That was so thing. like most cult leaders, I mean, cherry pick what works for them. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And he claims to have no involvement in any of the controversy in his cult. And he would never call it a cult. I guarantee you he did. I, I call bullshit. He had to have known. There's no way. Well, yeah, that. if he's the clear-cut leader and people were doing things without his say-so, they wouldn't be in the group anymore. Yeah, exactly. So There's that's, no way that that's easily, in my mind, that's easily disproven just by the actions of how these organizations work. He tries to play it off <clears> as, <throat> I'm just the head, I'm just doing my own thing, I'm living my life, it's my assistant who's in control of everybody, that was her responsibility. Well, then she would have been out the door. Yeah. Yeah. The United States uh, didn't have that answer either. So right. we immediately deported him uh, back to India, where I think he he died of uh, heart failure, but he claimed on his deathbed that one of his, uh, his term is commandant, uh, poisoned him, which is... I don't even think they took the autopsy seriously because by the time he died, I don't think anybody took him seriously. So his final act is basically he wanted to martyr himself. Yeah, that's exactly it. Because if you say I'm dying of a heart disease, yeah, so what? That happens to millions of people. But if I'm poisoned, then I can become a martyr for my cause. And Okay. And he yeah, did, and, though, and that's what's crazy to me. I was going to say, he sounds... After his death, he's renowned. Sounds absolutely prototypical for me, to me. So... Nothing you have said, while I didn't know about that particular cult, nothing you've said is out of the norm or shocking. It's no. what you come to expect from these people. So I just don't know. It blows my mind that he gets such a pass after his death. He died, a couple years went by, and then everyone just kind of slid it under the rug and said, well, he was a really smart guy. And I do think he was a pretty smart guy. I do. I'm not going to take away that I don't think he was insane. Well. But... I will throw this out because it's always been a favorite quote of mine, and I, and it's terrible. It's a favorite quote of mine, and I don't know who to properly attribute it to. And for that, I apologize if you're the person out there that hears this. The line between insanity and, uh, well, oh, shit. Intelligence and insanity is razor thin. Yeah. So highly intelligent. I agree with that. Being highly intelligent and going insane, it happens all the fucking time. 
he knew how to manipulate <clears throat> the system. They wanted to take control of a city council or a commission to get approval for them to expand their commune. They called it a ranch. So he's doing organized crime stuff too. Yeah. True. What he did was in like wild though. So he, they were obviously giving him pushback. So he wanted to get seats on the commission and then sure. seats in the police force. Like he sure. wanted to gain power. Which is what, I mean, that's what Capone's boys did. Mm-hmm. And you know, when, when Chicago elected a uh, reform mayor, that's why they ended up over in Cicero. They're like, yeah, that's a, that's fine. We'll just, we'll come over here and, buddy up and cozy up and get our own mayor over here and do what we want in this city this man took buses of homeless people rounded them up in a bus tell them who to vote for tell them who to vote for and <laughs> yep. flooded the yep. yeah yeah that's organized crime yeah no i agree yeah. yep okay it's fucking awesome very interesting yeah i've never gotten around to watching the documentary like i, I said i know it's it. on my list but i yeah who knows when i'll get to it my list is probably a at least 150, 200 different shows across all <laughs> across different platforms now. Wow. <laughs> yeah, at least. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Where are you going to find the time, man? I won't. I keep saving. <laughs> I just keep saving, never consuming. Yeah. It's bad. Finally got around to watching Sons of Sam, that documentary on Netflix, which I have a whole thing on, but doesn't fit the topic this week, so mm. we are not doing that. Sons of Sam. Yes. So, what was that one called again? I mean, Osho is the guy, but no, Wild Wild Country and Osho is the guy, but what was the name of his group? Uh, they call themselves, uh, it's, it's a Sanskrit word, I believe. Oh. Uh, they're more commonly known as the Rajneesh cult, uh, but the term uh, okay. that they call themselves is Saniyamas or something like that. I might have that wrong. It sounds hot, man. Okay. Sansiyamas, Saniyamas. Yeah. I can see why people will join, man. That sounds fucking sexy, bro. That's. Well, hell, yeah, even Rajneesh <laughs> sounds a little uh, exotic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his full name is Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh. Rajneesh. Okay. So uh, but he later adopted a Buddhist name, Osho. I don't know the origins of that name, uh, but it's certainly easier to pronounce. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. Sweet. But yet, Scientology is still crazier <laughs> than that. Xenu. Yes. See, I don't know. Like Seriously. Okay. I, I And I'm being totally for real here. Like, I want to sit down with a Scientologist and just understand what the fuck <laughs> it takes for them to get to where they're at. Like, why they believe what they believe. I feel the same exact way about Latter-day Saints. Okay. I feel very okay. strongly about that. Awesome. Let's do that. Let's fucking go there. Let's do that shit. Let's let's, let's do go that. there. <laughs> let's do that. Okay. Let's do that. I'll start by talking about that, but the cult that I'm talking about is the FLDS. Uh-huh. Which is the fundamentalist Latter-day yep. Saints. Which has nothing to do with just the regular Latter-day Saints. Which These I, might be the people that I associate. I was going to say, this I might, I have to double check, but this might be who my Jeffrey Don Lundgren is, I think. Mm, is it? No, uh, I don't think no, so. I think he's Mormonism. No. So, okay. So here's what, a, a brief pause. Is there a difference between Latter-day Saints and Mormons? 
No. I always thought they were the same No, thing. so Mormons are Latter-day Saints. But not every Latter-day Saint is a Mormon. No, Latter-day Saints is Mormon. That's what I thought. Okay. Right. The phrasing when Brian said that was like Mormonism. That made me think, okay, no. wait, is there a difference? Okay. Right. No, the difference is there's LDS and there's FLDS. But they have nothing to do with each other, at least now. Like nothing. So... Here's, here's, here's how it starts, right? Here's how this shit starts, okay? So, I'll just, I'll just get it out of the way. Technically, like, technically in the books, I am a baptized Latter-day Saint. Technically. Like, if you were to download the app, like, the database that shows everybody's fucking name, like, my name's probably there. So, that's lit. That's cool. Did that on my own accord, too. I didn't even grow up in the church. That's how cool that is, right? So, here's the thing. So, it started in the 1800s, okay? All right? Our, our, our good old boy, Joseph Smith, right? He was a... Uh, what was he? What was he 14? He was a teen. Little tweeny little boy, right? Living in a fucking shack somewhere in New York or some shit. I don't know. The fucking Empire State Building wasn't there yet, so... Not a lot to look at, right? So, the story goes is that he goes into the woods and fucking wanted the answer to what the true religion was, right? He was, he, he, uh, I guess they, like I said, I think they had religion or some form of it where he was at, but he was like, I don't believe this shit. Saying it, saying it for me. And he claims that when he does that, uh, Jesus Christ and God come to him in a vision and they, and they declare what the true church of the world needs to be which would later become the Latter-day Saints church, right? And I believe, I don't know the full story on it, but I, I thought it was the same vision. I don't know if it was. I've, I've heard different stories, but I think that it's told that he had another vision as well of someone else that's a big figure in their church that uh, directed him to where these golden plates were in the earth and those golden plates are what is now the book of mormon is what is said right so um so that happens and then he he declares all of that and then gets his crew i believe they stay there for a while but then they start heading out uh they start heading out west to expand and they get all the way to illinois Okay, and then I don't remember what the town was called before that, but they get to a town in Illinois. They take over the town essentially, and he renames the town Nauvoo, which it's still called that today. Right, it's still yep. called Nauvoo, Illinois, and there's a temple there, and it's a very famous temple for that reason because I'm pretty sure he blessed it. I'm, I think so. Like, if you're a Mormon, you go there, right? To Mecca. Well, the Mecca now, I would say, is like Salt Lake and like Utah. Like, yeah, okay. That's, that's a fair. really, but, like BYU yeah. and all that shit. Like, that's kind of. But I, before we get any further, I just, yeah, not, no, to, you're good. not to throw you off track. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah, I was right. Jeffrey Lundgren's little off splinter group, he was, he grew up as a member of the reorganized Church of Jesus Christ, the RLDS. Okay. And then he took that even farther. But I remember Missouri was a big thing. Central Missouri State University. Mm-hmm. That's a Mormon college, right? If I remember right. Uh, the only but one. I, but I know that I remember reading in his the books about him. That, yeah, that Nauvoo, the only that's Mormon, how I knew Nauvoo. Yeah. 
the only Mormon college I know about is BYU, and there's like okay. other offshoots of BYU. Like there's a BYU Maybe in Hawaii, just, and there's a BYU in Idaho. I think. Maybe they just had a big. Yeah, I shouldn't say it's a school, but I, I think that Central Missouri State or whatever. I think they have a big, mm. group. Okay. Not. What do I want? To, Population. It's like a copy campus organization that is okay. made up of, yeah. Well, anyway, so, so they're there, and then I believe the people that were already in that town were, like, not about it at all, like, kind of, like, similar to the situation that Austin talked about with his cult. And I believe that Joseph Smith, at some point, like, got all of the congregation together, and they, like, fucking murdered some people in the town to, like, fucking show their ground. Um, and then Joseph Smith, I can't remember if he was in jail when this happened or where it happened, but he did eventually get assassinated in Nauvoo, and that's where he died. But there was also stories that, like, because a lot of people in the Mormon religion today, like, look at him in, like, such high regard, but it's been said that he was, like, a very impulsive, like, violent person. Like, if anybody ever disagreed with the religion, he was very, like violent with them and would always threaten them and shit like that. And I, like I said, I'm pretty sure he killed people, I think. Um, so after he died, that's when Brigham Young took over as the head of the LDS church. And he's the one that kind of like got it even more fucking stretched out into the United States. And I, and that's why like out in Utah and Idaho and all that, everything's named after him. Like, Mm -hmm the university there's a lot of their buildings out there named after him and shit like that like he was the next big figure of the religion so where this kind of turns is when the lds church was first founded by joseph smith joseph smith was an advocate for polygamy right which is where that's what a lot of people think to this day that lds still believes in a lot of people if you ask them they still believe that lds churches believe in polygamy right which today is not true so joseph smith when he was there encouraged polygamy in fact he was like if you have three or more wives like you're going to go to the highest kingdom of heaven just because you're repopulating the earth right Um, but I think what happened is they got into some trouble with, um, with the laws after he died and Brigham Young was in charge. I think that they were having some trouble with the states that they were in as far as polygamy. So finally they made a statement and was like, yeah, it's no longer a thing. Don't do that anymore. Right. So then they don't, they don't believe in that anymore. So where this turns is, I don't know exactly the year that it happened, but, and I don't know who made the who made the choice of this, but the fundamentalist Latter-day Saints, when they came into the scene, one of the big reasons why they branched off was because of polygamy, because they wanted to continue the practices of polygamy. Which is why they call themselves the fundamentalists. Correct. Correct. So where this gets dicey for that is the main prophet and president of the FLDS church. His name is Warren Jeffs. Ah, yes. Okay. I know that name. He's he's the big man, right? I did not realize he was tied up with this. I remember the whole Warren Jeffs uh, brouhaha. I, I, shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, Warren Jeffs was married to over 80 women. I believe some of them were his own kids. I think he fucked some of his own kids. Um, and... Long story short, a lot of the women that he was having sexual relations with were underage, Mm -hmm. which is what got him into trouble. Yep. 
which is why he was on FBI's top 10 most wanted at a time, which is fucking lit, right? Um, There's been a few documentaries about him. Yeah, very dangerous behavior, very dangerous man. Um, I've watched a lot of interviews with surviving FLDS members and previous members, and everybody's like, yeah, he's fucking... He was he was a dangerous man. Like everybody was very. I believe diabolical was thrown around. Diabolical. A few times. Yeah. Well, and and the crazy, like I said, and this is where the cult behavior comes into play. I mean, besides all the shit that I just said, but um, one thing that was very interesting to me is like whenever any of his wives or anything like that were having troubles or they were starting to disbelieve or whatever, he would send them to a house in the middle of fucking nowhere in their commune with like a caretaker and they were not allowed to leave the house. All they were able to do was pray and read for days and days and days until they believed again. And then if they got approved to come back, then they would come back. So okay. he basically held yeah. people hostage as well from what I understand, but I, I could be wrong. But, um, no, I think that, uh, that part I do remember. Yeah. 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 yeah they were essentially, yeah, you don't fucking leave. No. So, uh, so he did get arrested. He got, I believe he got convicted when I think it was, was either Oh six or Oh seven. I think it was Oh seven is when he officially got convicted of rape and he was sentenced to imprisonment. And then he got, and then he got the sexual assault of a child, aggravated sexual assault. He got a lot of shit going on. And then that's when he got his life sentence plus 20 years. Is he still alive? He is. Is it? Okay. I believe he tried to kill himself and it was unsuccessful. And then he I knew I lost sense. track of him after yeah. they finally had a resolution for what they were going to do with right. him. I, but I, he's been in jail for that long and he is still known as the prophet and president no of shit. the FLDS. Yes. They still worship him. Mitchell, thank you for educating me on that. <laughs> I, I knew the Warren Jeffs. I remember when the whole Warren Jeffs thing broke, and I knew that name. I did not realize. Well, I thought it was a complete offshoot, different cult thing. I did not know that was that. So for all the people, <clears throat> when I first joined the church, that would say that I was a polygamous fuck, like you can go fuck yourself first of all, because mm -hmm. that's not a case. But <laughs> why I wanted to walk through this is because, I mean, yeah, it is, it is a little bit of a personal thing, because like I said, you could debate that the LD, just the regular LDS church uh -huh. could be considered a cult. You, you could say that, right? Um, but I always wanted people to be knowledgeable about the FLDS because the FLDS is like the actual is like the dangerous yeah, okay. fucking shit, right? And I feel like a lot of people mix that up. A lot of people I've talked to, even now that I've distanced myself from the LDS church, um, a lot of people that I talk to when they when they talk bad about the LDS church, they're actually talking bad about the FLDS church. They just right. don't know that because I not, didn't. Right, I didn't. Right, because they because a lot of people mix the number. Because like I said, the LDS church did used to do polygamy. Right, they did used to practice polygamy. So like, but again, but here here's. Here's the similarities. Now that we're now that we're talking about the FDL, FLDS and all of that, coming from a previous active member of the LDS church, let's talk about similarities, right? Let's talk about the similarities. So the fact that you're taught in the LDS church that you can't like drink coffee or tea or like caffeinated beverages or anything like that, that's kind of fucking weird. Like, I get, like, the don't fucking masturbate and don't have sex till marriage. Sure, that's pretty fucking 
self-explanatory. I don't believe in that either, but like I get it. Like a lot of fucking religions. Are like, yeah, yeah, a lot of yeah. So what's with the caffeinated drinks? I mean, is it just harmful substances to your body? Okay. You're supposed to treat your body as if it's a <clears throat> temple. Okay. You're supposed to yeah, actually. I think the way well that is how they word it, but I think the thought process on that is like they believe in like when you're born on this actual physical earth, your body's not really yours. It's God and Jesus's fucking vessel that you're supposed to take care okay. of okay. until you get to the fucking. And they they don't believe in heaven or hell either. That's not a thing. I knew that really. They, no, yeah, no, I didn't yeah. know that. They they believe in kingdoms. I believe there's three. I know that they're. I wish I was. I used to know all this shit because I was there, but. <laughs> The celestial kingdom I know is like the top. That's like if you're like the true OG, then you're like, it's fucking amazing and everybody's there and you fucking get to come all the time. It's awesome, right? And then they have the other two lower kingdoms, but they're not hellish, right? Like that's, I think that's one of the major draws for people that are vulnerable in the LDS church when they first go in is when they're teaching you, like there's not a hell, right? Like no matter what happens, like you're not going to go to hell. They don't believe in hell, right? Which is interesting. It's interesting that that's another thing that's interesting, too, is like they believe in the Bible like they they teach out of the Book of Mormon and the Bible. They believe in both. So it it, it confuses me <laughs> that they don't believe in fucking hell. It's very interesting to me. But red flags, recent red flags. So like I was an active member from like 2015 to like 2017. And um, something happened within the organization of the church while I was there that was like really alarming to me. And I never really got like the answer that I wanted out of it. Right. So there was a situation where um, documentation came out on their website about their stance on gays. Right. And they put it in a very like elegant way. But at the same time, they basically said like, yeah, we don't we don't do that. Like, you, that's not a thing. And I remember asking people in the church, I was like, can you explain this to me more thoroughly? Because I really think that, like, that's not a thing. Like, I don't think that's okay. And the way it was explained to me was this. They're like, yeah, so, you know, if, a, if somebody that identifies as gay walks into our church, are we going to turn them away? No, they can come. They're like, but here's the deal. Like, they can't, like, we're not going to baptize somebody if they're gay. They can't get married in our temple because they're gay. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's that kind of a vibe. Like, we wouldn't want them to take part of the of the sacrament because they're gay. Like, that kind of shit. They can come hear the word, but they can't be a part of the group. Right. Pretty much. <clears throat> pretty much. That's how it was told to me. And, and I heard that, and I'm like, that. see, I can't. <laughs> I can't fucking wrap my head around that. Like I. Right. And, and another thing, too, because, again, when you're in like that line between religion and cult, families are really big, sensitive topic for me. And that was the thing for me. And so in the Mormon religion and the LDS church, you don't have like a marriage ceremony. You have what is called like a temple sealment, right? So I don't know if that's the proper term, but you get married in the temple of, of a Mormon temple, right? And how that works is you and your wife, your soon-to-be wife in there, They, you both have to be Mormons. You have to have your temple card, which I think you can only get if you're, like, a member of a year or longer and you have to go, like, through tests and shit like that. Like, it's a thing, right? And you can still have, like, groomsmen and bridesmaids and people can be there, but everybody has to have that temple card. Nobody can go into that ceremony if you don't have a temple card. Huh. So let me give you an example. 
I was just into the religion and a buddy of mine was getting married at the temple and I was one of his groomsmen. I didn't have a temple card. I didn't get to be there. Why? But you were invited. But I was invited. Yeah. Here, here's a great story, right? I, like I said, if he listens to this, which he may like no hard feelings on this. I just want to say this experience like face value. So yeah, I picked up a lot of people for that wedding at the airport and we drove down. He had it at Nauvoo. He did it at the temple in Nauvoo. And they, well, I don't think it even was a hotel. I think it was like a bed and breakfast or maybe it was owned by the, by the church. I don't know, but we stayed in like this kind of like bigger house, older kind of house ish thing. And yeah, it was a weird vibe because I woke up that morning and they were all like making preparations to do it and all that kind of shit. And I'm just laying in bed there. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, why am I here? (laughs) How do you not have hard feelings about that? Yeah. It's like, why would they even approach you? That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, and then I got to thinking, I'm like, am I just, am I just here because I was transportation? Am I just here for this? Like, do they, because they had to know, right. That you couldn't have actually. Oh, of course. Well, and I knew going in too. Right. But like I said, in my mind, I'm like, I can't be rude and say like, I don't want to go because it's like, it's your fucking wedding. Right. But like, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, I woke up that morning. I'm like, I can't fucking be here. This is really fucking bizarre. Like I need to get the fuck out of here. Like, this is not okay. Like I can't even go in. Like, why am I here? And I remember fucking driving home and he had like a reception a couple of days later where we were living and I went there and like things were cool and everything like that, but whatever. But I got to thinking, right? I'm like, so when I find a wife, my fucking whole family is not going to be able to see it. Like they're not going to be able to be there. Like we we could do a temple thing and then do like a ceremony for the whole family and shit like that. But like, again... If I'm going to get married as a Mormon, I have to marry a Mormon. And is she going to want to fucking do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I was seeing all these fucking things not connecting right. You know what I mean? Right. And, like, missionaries would come over and have dinner with me and my family. And they would, you know, talk to my parents and shit like that. And, like, it's just the vibe, right? It's a whole vibe. Like They'd love bomb you. Right, right. So I had to take a step back from it and just really think, you know? Like... Did Because, again, I joined the church in 2015. I was at a very low, vulnerable point in my life. I almost fucking killed myself, right? Like, I, they got me at a good time, right? But so I, I had to take a step back and think to myself, like, do I actually believe what's going on? Or, like, am I just sticking around because they saved my fucking life and I feel like I owe them? You know what I mean? Right. Like, I, I started to have to think in that mindset. So, yeah, I mean... Do I have any like hard feelings toward the LDS? No. Do I think that the LDS could be, you know, uh, categorized as the cult? I don't know. Like I, some of, some of their beliefs, some of the things that they, that they put forward, I don't agree with, but at the same time, like, I, you know, they're, they're not practicing polygamy. They're not, I don't think that they're like actually putting anybody in harm. Right. You know what I mean? Like whenever I look at cults, as long as you're not like actually harming somebody, whatever. Right. You could say that they mentally harm people at times, maybe, depending on, you know. And like I said, one thing I try to keep in mind, too, is, like, I was in a Mormon church in Illinois. I don't know how the fuck they do things in, like, Utah, Idaho. Like, some of the LDS churches out west are probably a lot more strict and a lot more intense than what I was in, right? And I was just in a family ward, too, so everything was kind of more chill. Everything was a little bit more laxed. I mean, they were still strict-ish, but... 
But like I said, the other thing too is like I fucking lied all the time. Like, and like, that's the difference too between like LDS church and like Jehovah's Witnesses, right? You can't lie as a Jehovah's Witness because they'll just find out because they'll fucking go on your social media. They'll find out what the fuck you're doing. They'll bring you in a room and they'll fucking get it out of you. LDS church, I never felt that way. Like I would, dude, like I was having sex like all the time and I was masturbating all the time. I did not pay tithing once. I didn't give them any of my actual money once since I was there. Like I was not a fucking role model by any means, right? Even though the youth of that church looked at me as one, which was kind of fucked up too. I didn't feel good about that, but that's what I'm saying. So like I said, for me, just because I've been in there, I've been there and I've talked to a lot of people there. It's like, it's right on the line, right? Like it's close for me. Like I feel like, I feel like on the right circumstances on the right day. Yeah. You could maybe consider it as that. But like I said, it's, it's, it's right there. It's right there. But the FLDS, the FLDS is a fucking huge ass call. Had you heard the RLDS before? No. Mentioning that? So that's probably even a more. Yeah, I small offshoot. Well, the, the, I mean, I'll research that better for next week so you can. Yeah, because I feel like when I present it next week with your inside knowledge, maybe you can help me bridge a couple yeah. gaps there too. <clears throat> the the cool. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. So I just want to roll you back a little bit. Uh huh. Back to 2015, Mitchell. Yeah. Because you said something that was really interesting to me. Yeah. So we can both agree that. When it comes to Scientology, yes, the fact that an alien dictator who did something somewhere in a volcano and spirits got released and we're the offshoot of those and we go through traumatic cycles inevitably is kind of a crazy concept, right? Absolutely. So Scientologists are fucking crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, and like the, like those yeah. kind of theories exist like all throughout religion, right? Like yeah. you have like reincarnation. So like it, it does seem kind of weird, and I think it seems kind of weird because it's modern. What I wanted to touch on was one thing that I've always had against the LDS is you had said that in your church, they taught the Bible with the Book of Mormon as well. Right. So I'm, I, I was raised in a Roman Catholic church. I may not follow all that. I, I don't really consider myself a Catholic, but I can acknowledge and I do believe that Jesus was a real person. Mm-hmm. Do I believe that he was the absolute son of God, Messiah? Uh, I'm pretty agnostic when it comes to that. I do view him as kind of like a prophet, right? Uh-huh. I, I can't acknowledge that he was a real person who actually died because the Bible is written over a span of a very long time. It wasn't all written at once. Right. right. Yeah. To my understanding, the way Mormons, the way that the Latter-day Saints was taught to me was Joseph Smith received these tablets. Only he could read them. No one else could see them. That is correct. Only him that could interpret that them. That is correct. Yeah. That is and correct. then he later found Brigham Young. Brigham Young uh, became like uh, a conduit for him. Brigham Young himself couldn't read these tablets either from, from the version that I was told at least, whether that's like the current version or not. Brigham Young was a conduit for this and basically acted as joseph smith's prophet until he inevitably took over the thing that i never understood was most people can agree that 
Jesus, as we know him, was born in the Middle East where we have these, these conflicts, right? Like you have Judaism, you have Islam, and then you have Catholicism. Mm-hmm. All over the same holy sites, right? Yep. They're like right on top of each other. The way Latter-day Saints was taught to me was that that was wrong and that Jesus was actually a white man in continental United States and that he had come to Joseph Smith telling him that, hey, this was the wrong information. This is my actual life and this is how it happened. These are what I want you to teach. And Joseph Smith then went on to uh, basically more or less praise this ideology that there was a man named Jesus who was fully Caucasian in the continental United States as a prophet and all the events of the Bible actually happened in that holy site, which would have been from the West Coast to the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Is it still taught like that? So, um, I don't want to say yes or no, just cause I'm not a hundred percent sure. Right. Like I understand like yours might've been different. Yeah. Right? Like so they might've, and over time that might've laxed. Right? Yeah. So in, in my teachings, I don't remember it being taught that way. Not to say that it never has been or that it still is. I just, I never came across that. Um, I never came across that. No. Um, yeah, no, I never, I never came across that. I just, I was always um, under the impression that they, uh, that they teach the Book of Mormon and the Bible, like together, coerced. Um, obviously, they spend a lot more time with the Book of Mormon than the Bible. That, that for sure. Um, they kind of use the Bible. It seems like as kind of like a reference guide too. Kind of seems like to me sometimes, but. Um, but yeah, no, but as far as like what you said before that, like with Joseph Smith being the only one that could read the plates, that is true because I believe they interpreted the plates for him, for him to be able to understand. Um, it's very close to the, the story of the Ten Commandments, right? Yeah. So yeah. like you have these two tablets. I mean, that's different, right? Yeah. But like it's more or less like a, a similar concept, ideology. Yeah. Follow-up question. Yeah. If you don't know the answer to this, that's okay. I don't expect you to know this, like, off the top of your head. Yeah. But do you know, like, so if, I, if I'm if i sitting in your church in 2015. Yep. And they're reading from the Book of Mormon, and then they go to use, like you said, like, a reference from the Bible. Yep. There's obviously specific books that they're going to use. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming, like, the four Gospels are probably, like, it. Or did they just use like like letters? Did they just use revelations? Do you know like what parts of that they used? Like what parts of the Bible they yeah, used? Yeah, they used the whole thing. They used the whole Bible, front to back. Yeah. Oh, that okay. Yeah. So Old Testament and New Testament. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. If I have my, I I probably still have my scriptures somewhere. I don't know where they are, but yeah, yeah, they use the they use the whole shebang. But they're not, like, super strict when it comes to, like, if you're talking, like, Old Testament stuff Mm -hmm. where you get into, like, the Torah and things like that, they're not, like, yes, they agree with, like, obviously, like, no caffeine, no drugs, like, no drinking, abuse, stuff like that. Yep. Not that the modern world really does either, but there's stuff in there, too, that is kind of, like, 
to the wall like where like a sin it would be wearing certain types of clothing right not like revealing clothing but like what the material is actually made out of yeah so but that's important to mormons no, too, yeah because <laughs> that you have your you have your temple garbs yeah and that's those true. are no one can see them no one can that's 100 percent true but that's that's another thing that's really interesting too and i think it depends on what location you're at and i also think it depends on the family that you grow up in too because yeah i've met mormons that like they dress like you and i right but then I've also met Mormons that dress very like traditional and like very not that way. Is it different for men than it is for women? Like overall, I know the answer to that is yes. But yeah. Like in yeah. your church specifically, was it different? Like were women held to a different standard? <laughs> like I, you know, this is what I'll say. This is what I'll say. I think every woman that I met in the LDS church that was married was like a very traditional wife. Okay. From what from what I gathered, like not to say that they weren't independent in their own way, because I think I think a lot of them were, but like a lot of them that I met, like didn't like work or didn't like bring in a lot of income like the man does. Like it seemed like a lot of the families I met were very traditional, like especially when I would go to dinner with some of the houses like it was like it was like the husband went to work, the wife, you know, fixed dinner and the kids are you know, reading scriptures and doing like family friendly shit. And yeah. Yeah. So that's, a, that's another thing too. Cause like I said, I feel like the world has changed so much in the last 10, 20 years that like seeing traditional families, like in that much of a condensed space is kind of like weird, but, but yeah, no, I, yeah, it's, it's an interesting, like I said, I don't want to say that the LDS church is like on the same crazy level of Scientology, but I think it would be very, uh, I think it would be very ignorant to, for me to say that, you know, LDS doesn't have its, you know, red flags and questions and flaws because they, they do. Right. I guess I just, what I would say is that I feel like the LDS church for me, like, I feel like for the most part, as far as like family morals, like growing up in the church, I feel like it's not super bad just because I feel like it is a good moral system to go by like it could definitely be a lot worse to grow up in you know a different church it's not an LDS church but uh but yeah like I said like there there was just there was just a few things in my couple years there that I just couldn't like for me personally I just couldn't really get past really so how open do you think they are like when it comes to like you touched a little bit on like when it comes to like homosexuality and yeah. like the LGBT community. Mm -hmm. I was always under the impression. I'll give you an example, right? Yeah. yeah. A hypothetical mm -hmm. would have you not. So let's say I went through, let's say Tiana and myself went through all the steps. We got our temple cards. Yep. We were good to get sealed, married, whatever the, the proper term would be. Mm hmm to my understanding, that wouldn't be allowed either. Why? I could be wrong. But I was always taught, not always taught, but I was told that Latter-day Saints have an issue with, like, when it comes to interracial relationships and things like that. No. No. Not okay. in my experience. So that, so that could be different. There, there, was, there was a couple in my church that was interracial that were members. So I, I, I don't. I don't see that as an issue. 
Okay. Fair enough. Not, again, right? Like, yeah, I, it I could really, be different in other yeah, parts, I, right? I really feel like there probably is wards in certain areas of the United States that, yeah, maybe like it bat an eye, right? Maybe they'd be like, eh. But that applies to anybody. That's right? what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Yeah. But no, to answer your question, a white woman or a white man and vice versa with the other gender, like, I'm, I don't think that they would bat an eye with, like, I think it's allowed for them to get married in a temple. As long as we're not the same sex. That's genuinely. Correct. Yeah. They, they, they would not marry a man and a man or a woman and a woman. They would not do that. Across the board. Yes. Fair At nice. least when I was there, that, that yeah, was, they, to me, yeah, changed. that was unheard of. Yeah. Like I, I don't, yeah, I don't think they would allow it. Yeah. But that's, that, that's the other weird thing about the LDS church too, that I kind of left out though. So like they have a president and then they have like the 12 apostles. That's like, that's like the people that you answer to. It's like, a, it's like, a that's interesting. Yeah. 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 So they kind of have their own last supper hierarchy of organization. Yes. Yeah. What they say goes and like they do, I can't remember what they call them, but two times a year they have like, they have, fuck, what do they call them? Two times a year, all of these gentlemen, they have like something that they broadcast for all of the church where they all like do like talks and they all, you know, basically like if there's new things you need to know or like if there's new things they want you to keep a hand on or just like shit like that, they do that twice a year. And that's a thing. But um, crazy thing is like, so say, and I think it depends on like the severity, but I, I knew... I knew a guy, you know a guy too, <laughs> where he was uh, he was gonna go on his mission, and right before he went on his mission, he like decided to disband from the church, and I'm pretty sure that he had, and I don't know if he actually went or if he skipped it, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure he had a meeting with one of the one of those guys to to make a decision on if he was to be still in the church or if he was out. Yeah. Like a reprimanding yes. conversation. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Because I think what had happened was, is I think right before his mission, the the bishop of our ward, I wasn't there yet, but the ward that I went to after the fact, the bishop, which is like the head guy of that ward building, he went to him and basically said like, yeah, I'm doing all this shit. That's not good. Like right before his mission, he's like, what do I do? <laughs> and the bishop's like, well, maybe let's not do the fucking mission. Uh, let's figure this shit out. Because, <laughs> you know, he was doing fucking, you know, hardcore drugs. I'm sure he was fucking, I think he had an STD at a time. Probably told him that too. I don't know. Bunch of shit, right? Probably yeah. a bunch of shit that he was like, uh Would that be a sin? Or would that be yeah. like egregious if you had an STD? Yeah. I think so. I would say so. Even in the situation where I know I'm putting you in the hot seat here. So like, I don't expect you to just know this like right off the top of your head, but even in the hypothetical situation, Tiana and myself go through, get our cards, get married away. I like how he puts his lovely girlfriend in all yeah. this. He's like, yeah, yeah, Tiana has an STD. She gives that shit yeah. on my dick. <laughs> what happens now? No, like, I, <laughs> like I'm just saying though, right? Like what if there is, you know, people aren't perfect, right? So yeah. nobody in that church, other than I would argue less than 5% are virgins by the time that they get married. So there's something that's unaccounted for. There's something that's going on. 
and then we get married and that's the first time that we have slept together yep. because we're essentially like born again Mormons, right? Yes. And over something silly, right? Like let's say it's like an STI, right? Like you go, you get treated mm-hmm. and it's more or less fine. Yep. Would I have to like go to I the term I would call it would be like reconciliation. Would I have to be reconciled for that? Even though I took all the proper channels and so did she. So the way that I was taught, the way that it's supposed to be taught is I believe no matter what you do as long as it's not like against the law or like a criminal case or like just completely fucked. I think It'd be different if I was, like, doing heroin and, like, I gave her AIDS, right? Like, I got a It'd dirty probably be a little deal. different, yeah. But, yeah. like, in a situation like that, I, I feel like as long as you let your bishop know and you go through, like, a series of, like, repenting your sins with him or, like, however on your own and you show that you want to better yourself and you show that with actions within the church, I feel like it'd be fine. Fair enough. That's the way okay. that I was taught. The way I was taught is, like, for the most part, if you disobey on what they believe in, like the like the the sins, yeah. so to speak. Like if I just showed up with a coffee, cup of coffee, they'd be like, "Hey, now that's not cool," but yeah. they wouldn't kick me out. Well, and see, that's that's the thing too. Like I would do a lot of work with the missionaries, where we would try to get the word out, and we would teach you know people that would have us. And a lot of the times, like they fucking drink coffee while reading the book of fucking Mormon. And like, <laughs> like, how can you not though? <laughs> yeah. Because like you would only be able to drink water. A lot of Mormons just drink water, man. Yeah. I mean, that's really it. Absolutely. I would argue that sugar could be considered a drug. And well, be, so, and again, violate. this is why I think my word again, and this is why I, I have an inkling that we were more of a laxed word than some others. Cause like it doesn't say soda technically. Even though it has caffeine. Yeah, it says harmful substance, but it doesn't say soda. So a lot of people in my ward, that was like their loophole. It's like, well, it doesn't say soda. It just <laughs> says harmful so like, but yeah. it doesn't say coffee. So like, It does say coffee. It says, oh, coffee. It? it says coffee, tea, or any other harmful substance is what it says. So you can't drink coffee or tea, which tea to me, again, it's like there's some tea that's like not fucking... Tea's very healthy. I was going to say, tea should be considered natural to me. I mean, I suppose the natural byproduct is caffeine, but I mean, coffee and and tea, that's that's from a plant. That's what I'm saying. Like, for me, whenever I would try to, like, tell, like, people that I was close with or, like, when I would do work with the missionaries, that was always something that people were like, they're like, coffee, I understand. Harmful substance, I understand. They're like, tea? (laughs) Yeah, it's such a weird... Why? Yeah. <laughs> you got to give me something to wake me up in the morning. Yeah. No, yeah. That was Can't always... have coffee. At least let me have a cup of tea. But I still think the funniest story ever was they were they opened up a new temple in Carmel, Indiana when I was still an active member. And when they're opening up a temple and it hasn't technically been blessed yet, they do... Um, they do tours of it and anybody can go through. Like even you don't even have to be a member of the church, you can go through. And so a bunch of us from the ward went and like carpooled and did that. And we brought somebody that we were teaching, but he wasn't baptized yet, right? <laughs> and we get to the fucking temple, right? We're going through all the rooms and we go to like the celestial room. And that's the room that's like supposed to make you like the closest to the celestial kingdom than anything is in the entire fucking world, right? Okay. 
fucking windows everywhere, sun coming in, fucking shining, glossy, white all over, like fucking peaceful as fuck. And it's supposed to be quiet. You're not really supposed to talk. You're supposed to just sit there and fucking like, like, dude, we went in there and people would be crying. People would be reflecting. People like it was, it was a vibe, right? And this dude sits in the middle of the room and I see it. I'm, I'm, I'm watching him. I'm like, I see him like looking around and then just like screamed at the top of his lawn <laughs> just to hear the echo of the room. And I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But like it hasn't been blessed. So like. Yeah. 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 Well, that's the thing. Yeah. So he did that. Like, I feel like, yeah, if it was any other time, people would be like, bro, no, no. But yeah, everybody just kind of looked at them like, yeah, you you like it. Yeah. That's another thing too. Like, yeah. One of the girls that we were with, we get into that room and she just starts crying and starts talking about how, like how thankful she is. I'm like, yeah, cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Kind of goes back to like when you go to like those, uh. You go to those sermons at churches and people just start like, fuck. It was kind of like that, right? Like, it was kind of similar. Like, she just walks in there and she's like, I'm feeling, it's all coming to me now. It's like, okay. I, I'm glad you brought that up because I would argue that those are cults as well. App dude. Nine times out of ten, th- there's the really big one where they found Joel uh, Steen, baby. Yeah, the earpiece. <laughs> yeah. And he was being relayed information, taking money from these I, people. I take a pledge for Jesus. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, he's the shit, dude. It's sick. He can get hit by a truck. Oh, he's dead, isn't he? No, fuck. No. No? <coughs> well, dude, no. the fucking... The church over here is huge. I've never been in it, but it looks huge. Yeah. It's pretty big. I haven't been in it either. But I don't yeah. know what religion it is, but... Yeah. Yeah, man. Fucking LDS, dog. I, I will say, I, I will say, I will backpedal on my comments from earlier. I did have misconceptions about the Latter-day Saints. I was under the impression. Who, who just, who did, who taught you this stuff from you? I who honestly you couldn't to? tell you. I honestly don't know. Yeah. But I know enough about their, it, I, I probably came across it in reading some yeah yeah, yeah yeah and, it, and what i was reading might have been outdated but i always had this impression that the latter-day saints were this very to put it brass were this very god is white and it's okay if you're not white just don't intermingle that's how i've always mm. viewed the mormon church. i think that's based on salt lake city utah it probably is, right? And like that's just, why I'm just kind of, as a whole. Yeah, I mean, and that's why I'm backpedaling on yeah. it. Because like if Tiana and I, let's say, in that same hypothetical situation, we're not Mormons, and let's say we move to I don't know, Bumblefuck, Alabama. Yeah. I'm sure there's counties in Alabama that will not talk to us. They won't do nothing with I'll us. I'll guarantee you. Yeah. yeah. So like that's why I don't necessarily pin that directly on them because that that's definitely a people thing that's not like a belief system yeah. i mean it's a belief system but it's not that belief system yeah they don't represent the whole is what i'm trying to say i will say this though the fucking stereotype that is like 100 percent true though that i can like back is like mormons are always just too fucking happy all the time yeah i agree. like they're very happy people like very rarely did I run into a Mormon that was like, "Yeah, my life is shit." Like it's very rare. <laughs> well, well, I guess I could never be one. <laughs> well, that's the thing too. Like I'm, I can, I can be an up, 
an upbeat dude, but yeah, there'd be times where I'd go and I'm like, hey, ah, fuck, how am I going to do this? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just wanted to kill myself three months ago. I was supposed to come in like, oh yeah, <laughs> what up? <laughs> I mean, there we go. Okay. So we're hot. for one last time before I wrap this up, Scientology is fucking stupid. <laughs> you are stupid if you're a Scientologist. And yeah, that's, that's the bottom line, man. That's the bottom line. You can be in any other cult, just not Scientology, man. Yeah. They're the worst. Don't get exploited. <laughs> Don't be that. glib. Don't be glib, man. Don't be glib. Don't be glib, man. Austin, the reason I made that noise is because you said don't get exploited. That's what victims of cults do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Take so one thing to heart. Always, don't get exploited. <clears throat> so know your always, worth. It will always happen. <gasps> what what always did the wise be. prophet DJ Khaled say? Another one. I respect you. <laughs> I appreciate you. I forget what the third one is. <laughs> don't know so you're know right. your worth know your value <clears throat> okay <laughs> and just like our lord and savior our prophet robert kelly said this is the best 14 year old pussy i've ever had mine go be a part of that call <laughs> no Chocolate Factory. Do not be a ignition remix. The remix is that ass, bro. Listen, man, that would have been the perfect power couple. You know what I'm saying? Because like we said earlier, like Kim K, right? Like that ass, that big fake, that big fake, big fake fucking ass is for winners. You want to know who's a winner? (laughs) Mr. Robert Kelly. (laughs) Only because he got his shots. If only they wanted to come back with him to America. <laughs> For all we know, someone did. Someone probably fucking did. <laughs> He's probably like, you, bitch. Get in the plane. <laughs> Maybe she was the 14-year-old. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Because I, I was watching a Chappelle uh, stand-up routine the other day. <laughs> and he's like, so that, that sex tape that I'm referencing... They couldn't even show it in court. That's how graphic it was. They had to they had to read a transcript of the sex tape. Like they read the sex tape. And it's just the dude saying, Is this the best 14-year-old pussy you ever had? Oh, this is the best 14-year-old pussy ever. <laughs> he says it like 16 times in the transcript. They're like, hey, maybe like not say that out loud. <laughs> maybe just say it's the best pussy you ever had. <laughs> yeah. Some people's kids. I just love his interview, man. (laughs) I can't do this, man! You're killing me! You're killing me! This is my fucking life! (laughs) (laughs) I didn't do this shit! (laughs) Who do you think's a better man? Do you think R. Kelly's a better man, or do you think Michael Jackson was a better man? Which, which, take your pick. Uh, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Beyond reasonable doubt really uh, yeah okay. are you guys non-believers is that why you don't think no, they fuck no, kids? No, no. it's not that i'm a non-believer but he was never convicted correct me if i'm wrong no he's, no he, he paid out settlements 
Uh, oh my God. <laughs> wow. but, so, um, but I still, I mean, that's that's a whole thing uh, we could go down with. At least my thought process on it is I, yeah, yeah. I will just I will just say that it's it's a more in depth conversation. Listen, man, <laughs> like our other Lord and Savior Michael Jackson said, just beat it. Yes. <laughs> just beat it. Don't fuck it. Just beat it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know that that's probably really good advice. Like R. Kelly, don't fuck it. Just be dude, that's a t-shirt, man. Don't fuck it. Just beat it. <laughs> Morbidly macabre. Don't fuck it. Just beat it. <laughs> Tokyo for two. <laughs> Oh, that'll be, dude, that'll be the tagline for the film. We'll have one of the characters say that shit. Maybe it'll be, uh, maybe it'll be like in their climatic, or no, it won't be, no, 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 no. It'll be in the sex scene before he flies to Tokyo away from her. Like, they'll be fucking, and he'll be like, hey, 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 don't fuck it, just beat it. <laughs> and then they'll play just beat it, or they'll beat it. For Damn that. it. Or maybe they'll play Ignition Remixed. I don't know. I don't know what I'm feeling. Maybe they'll play Usher. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. Fucking A. Yeah. Listen, man. Uh, everybody that's listening, you, you, you're probably either part of a cult or you were at one point, so don't fucking, don't judge me or them, man, okay? It's Mitchell, Austin, Brian talking about cults. Next week, we're going to talk about cults, most polarizing cults of all time, not just now, not just the now, right? So prepare for that. Take your pick. Do your research. Don't listen to this podcast unless you do your research, okay? Just beat it, right? Don't fuck it. Just beat it and do your research, okay? We're all winners around here. We all deserve that Kim K fake fucking ass, okay? Because we're all winners around here. (laughs) A for losers. You know, Kanye, loser. (laughs) Making shitty music, right? That fucking basketball player she was with, fucking loser. He didn't win the finals. The Bucks did. He doesn't get that shit. I think she's dating. Is she dating that attorney now? Is that a thing? Shit, I don't know. As soon as he loses the case, that ass is gone. (laughs) No more ass for you. Couldn't. No more Kim K ass for you. (laughs) Listen, like I told Austin earlier, and like I'm going to tell all of... Because I care about our listeners, right? I want them to have the best lives and the best experiences and I'm going to have a hand in that. So here's the homework, right? I want all of you when you go to sleep at night, I want you to lay next to your spouse and I want you to tell them this. I want you to say I'm a winner and I want you to treat me as a winner with no context. <laughs> That's what you need to do. And I want to hear all the stories cuz you guys aren't really talking to us. You're not reaching out to us as much as we want. So tell me what happens, man. Tell me if we cause a divorce or maybe you guys fuck, maybe they're into it, you know? Maybe uh maybe you go on a first date and you just say that like you're fucking having some, you know, ramen noodles at some fucking swanky fucking place, you know? You're eating that fucking egg and shit. And you're like, "You know what? I'm just going to get this out of the way. I'm a fucking winner." <laughs> And if this goes any further, you're going to fucking treat me as a winner. You understand? It's bold. It's fucking bold, man. It's bold. Yeah. Here at More Millie Macabre, we're all winners. All winners, More Millie Macabre. Right. We're all winners. We're going to talk to you about cults that are fucking all-time winners next week. Uh, and uh, 
yeah, stay safe out there. Fucking, you know, let's do this shit. Subscribe, review, whatever you want to do. Come talk to me. Come talk to them. Buy tickets to the fucking conventions. Listen to Brian's fucking podcast. I hear it's pretty fucking cool over there. I haven't been invited yet, but I've heard that it's nice for my colleagues, you know? That's because I'm still figuring it out. That's yeah, true. It's true. <laughs> as, as I will mention on the episode dropping uh, Wednesday. Wednesday, man. Yeah, I've decided to make it an every other week thing, and I'm still trying to juggle an interview, a bigger case, unknown cat. By the time this airs, yeah, by that time episode this airs, will be two, two days old. That episode will be two days old. That, the episode that I did is going to be on a mass shooting that, uh, for some reason, doesn't ever really get talked about, even though the victim count was rather large and mm-hmm. uh, tragic. Dark History Time with Brian. Go yeah. find it. Apple Music, Spotify, same place you can listen to us. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to. You're not glued to Anchor. You're not glued to your laptop. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, a couple other ones I don't even know. Kim K's fake fucking winning ass. It's, yeah, we Bluetooth it. I'm, I'm saying you probably, <laughs> dude. I'm, I'm telling you, she probably has like an Apple Music subscription like in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, probably. She's probably at the gym and she doesn't even need to put an AirPod. She's just like. Oh, the vibrations. Yeah, this is work by Apple Rihanna. Apple hands out free six months of Apple Music to anybody who buys any. You could literally buy an Apple charger. You get free six months. I guarantee you they have product codes yeah. in there for anybody she dates. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was mean. But. I wonder if her ass is more filling than like a, than a, a, than a Happy Meal at McDonald's. I wonder which one's more nutritional value. We should look at the calories. <laughs> Because <laughs> winners get more calories, right? Right. <laughs> you need that calorie intake to to not become anemic, right? You need to fucking <laughs> you need to keep it going, right? Schedule your fucking pap smear and <laughs> increase your calorie intake and fucking choose between a Happy Meal or Kim K's fake ass. You know, you you do you, man, because we're all winners around here and we deserve to be treated as winners. Morbidly macabre, man. Fucking A. Let's go.